And we're back like we never left. Welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. This is my new intro. So Jay, I said I was going to start off with a startling statistic. Okay. Okay. Go so, on. Okay. So we're going to start over. So just dead silence for about three seconds. Then the podcast going to start. One, two, three. Well, one, two, three is not dead silence. Okay. Ready? 75% of African Americans are overweight or obese. Welcome to the Black Health Academy podcast. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I, don't, I, don't I really like thought it. about this earlier. <laughs> Startling health statistic about the black community. And then <laughs> and then we just dive in. Okay. <laughs> we educate no, the people. I get it. I get it. Start off with a statistic. Great. But it can't just be a one-liner. No, no, nah, I'm not. I mean, it can if you want it to be, but I'm not feeling it personally. Okay, start over. Dead silence. Seventy-five percent of African Americans are either overweight or obese. Today on the Black Health Academy podcast, eight reasons why you're over, why you're overweight or obese. Okay. Yes, yes, I like that. All uh-huh. right, let's get it. Welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. Just for old school sake, this is Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with Jack. In the building. <laughs> can that be my new? Can... Absolutely not. Okay. You want to start over? Because we can read <laughs> no. that. Okay. No. no, go on. Okay, okay. I, I tried it. <laughs> Guys, this is such an exciting episode for so many reasons. But the main reason is because Jay and I are back in the studio. We used to record the podcast in the studio many, many moons ago, back when we were the Professionally Fit Podcast. Right. Oh, my God. So we were the Professionally Fit Podcast, and we it was a business podcast centered around um, mm-hmm. economic development, business development. Um, and I always gave the standpoint from an entrepreneurial standpoint. Jay gave the nine to five you know, standpoint, and we really went in on business and just being better professionally, right? Mm -hmm. And that was a really good time. And then we slowly uh, developed into the Black Health Academy podcast after – uh, we I launched the Black Health Academy in October of 2017. So if you've only been following us since we've been the Black Health Academy podcast, then that's all you know. And it's all good. But back, we, we used to have really high-quality studio uh, production. <laughs> we promised. Many moons ago. But now we're back at it. Live right here in downtown Detroit. Beautiful Friday evening. And Jay and I have a wealth of information to share with you today. So if this is your first time tuning in, Welcome. If you're a veteran listener, welcome back. And, oh, my God, Jay, I got to tell you. So, remember last episode we did? Mm-hmm. And I talked about that guy asking me for my kidney. Yeah, so, please don't tell me no one else asked. <laughs> no one asked. But shout, shout out to my client, Joan. So, I taught a, a nutrition class this past Tuesday in mm-hmm. Livonia. Mm-hmm. And she came, Mm -hmm. and I hadn't seen her in ages, right? Because she graduated from farm to table and everything. And I'm like, Joan, what's up? It's so good to see you. She said, girl, I had to come check on you and make sure you're still around and had all your organs. We (laughs) died. We (laughs) fell out. And it's so valid. Jay. I know you. I was thinking about it, (laughs) and I decided... I can function off of one kidney, <laughs> so my contribution, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Joan, because... <laughs> 
Joan. Anything could have transpired from that. Anything could have transpired, Jay. She came like, nah, I don't care what you're talking about in this class tonight. I'm checking <laughs> on them kidneys. <laughs> I cannot wait to tell you that. It took everything from me not to text you like, why did a podcast listener show up to class? Because it's necessary with you. She don't listen to me, Joan, so thank you. More people like Joan, please come through. Yes. We need you. A hundred percent. So uh, that was, I thought that was extra hilarious. So how you been? What's been up? How's the babies? What's going on? Oh, my gosh. Every You know, it's so funny because, you know, Mother's Day is coming up. And I was, you know, I'm a bully when it comes to my kids and, and, and doing something for me for my birthday. Absolutely. For anything not present-wise, like, oh, go to the store and purchase me something frivolous. But, you know, consider me, whether it's a letter, a homemade card. So it's a hands-down um, must that they write me. A, like, bottom line, I want a note from you. I love it. So I can see the growth. Yes. I mean, like, I, go, I have a box full of these these sentimental things when they were first mm. in preschool and they could barely write. Mm. And then now, and, and, and it's just so interesting to see them get older and actually articulate thoughts and their handwriting is different and the way they can express really how they feel about me and they can draw better. And, and I said, you know, they was like, well, what do you want? And I said, you know, whatever you do, I want a letter. I don't care. And it was like, well, what about? No, before I said the letter, they were like, what were you? I said, you don't know what I want. They said, what, gifts? I said, um, no, nah, not really. That would be nice, but no. They said, love? I said, well, yeah, but something, something else. <laughs> like, what could be better than love? I'm like, my letters. <laughs> my letter, don't you ever forget it. So, yeah, um, I'm excited about that. Man, that's so exciting. And I also decided just today that I don't care how much money they get, how old they get, I always want like a handwritten note. Yeah. Um, I don't care if they're 50 or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I think that's going to be a tradition every single year. I want it. Look, look at you demanding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, my biggest thing with my kids are just letting them know that I'm human too. That's such a big thing for me. I think kids hold their parents to this standard that's not realistic. So true. They think that we they were born with like this handbook and we know everything to do and we're so perfect. And we don't have feelings. And we don't and we, we don't have feelings. Yes. We're not learning. We're not making mistakes. And I just I don't allow my kids that no. Yeah. No. The same way you're getting older, learning and growing is the same way I'm getting older, learning and growing, and I have feelings too. A hundred percent. So that's where I'm at. Today. I'm so proud of you. Oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. I, I love it. Excellent. Well, happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. Um, I can't wait till we go walking on our trail tomorrow. Oh, oh my God. I'm so excited. It's yes. so many trails. I'm just trying to figure out how far we're going to drive. Because you know what's sad, though? What? So, you know, we both stay in the Detroit metropolitan area. Mm -hmm. And the trails just get better the further I get away from mm. Detroit. And, you know, I want us to go on a trail that's not like five minutes. You yeah. Know? And so... It's like, oh well, we have to drive an hour away if we want. Like, mm. Why don't we have? We have a lot of wooded areas that could be an hour trail or so, but or you know, at least thirty minutes. Totally. It's, no, it's not. It's like you get five ten minutes. Yeah, max. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, that's super <laughs> whack, and I agree. But we know we talked about that on a couple podcasts. Just like, why do we have to go out in the suburbs to know even things we exist? We right? Did. We did. Yeah, because I. 
still upset about Neurocore, the place out in West Bloomfield where you can get like your brain activity, brainwave activity yeah. checked. I'm like, what type of store is this? <laughs> Check on your neuro activity. What? Yep. Just yeah. cross. Yeah. yeah that'll never be in the hood. Never, yeah. Never. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Yeah. But we will be talking about that today because that actually um, is one of the reasons, you know, mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. you know, individuals are yep. overweight and unhealthy. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So on this episode, guys, Jay and I were, you know, just kind of chopping it up. And I was recently thinking of specifically reasons why individuals are overweight or unhealthy, Jay. Mm-hmm. Like not your typical, oh, you overeat or you don't exercise, right? But like even digging a little deeper and getting people to understand how disease and excess fat manifests in your body. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to deep diving into it today because I have about, we have about eight or nine reasons as to why you may be overweight or unhealthy um, or plagued with disease. And so a few of them might kind of blow your mind. But first, Wait, wait, what? what? Uh, wait, what is our segment where Jay and I identify something we either saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, wait what? And boy, see, one of my wait, what's are is kind of goes in line with the topic, so I'm going to save the big one for later. So this first one is real petty. But I had a meeting, um, a business meeting recently, and me and a colleague, we were just cracking up laughing. We were talking about how we're going to work together or whatever. And we got on the topic of Kool-Aid. And I was like, I was recently speaking at the um, NAACP Freedom Fund Career Day. And one of the boys raised his hand and was like, so you're telling me I got to give up Kool-Aid, right? Gasp. <laughs> oh, oh, major gasp. Like, I clutched my pearls. And I was like, you still drink Kool-Aid? And the whole room erupted, right? Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't even try and stifle my shock. And (laughs) I was like, I didn't know people still drink Kool-Aid. And we're all just laughing. He's laughing. And I'm just like, well, I guess you take that as a yes, right? And he's like, yeah. So I was telling the person that was at the business meeting this other day. And um, I was like, it's just pure sugar. He was like, oh, have you seen the new Mm Kool-Aid? I said, the new Kool-Aid? He said, oh, yeah. Um, Kool-Aid now has gel packs what? where all you need, Jay, is a cup of water and you take this Kool-Aid gel pack and you actually just squeeze it into the water and stir it up. What? It's like gelled high fructose corn syrup. What? With like color and flavor. A gel pack. Your face. The level. <laughs> the I was le- like, wait, what? That is an ex- That makes me angry. That makes me so angry that they are literally. How did it get easier to drink Kool-Aid? literally in the lab trying to figure out how to make it more accessible. Exactly. People aren't buying Kool-Aid as frequently. How can we change that? Exactly. Oh, jail. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. I was like, you got to be kidding me. He's like, no, that's the new, chuka, new Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that's one of my wait what's. Wow. What's yours? <laughs> <clears throat> so I have a couple too myself. Uh, okay. So I'm at my desk at work uh-huh. and I had these organic, non GMO, gluten free <laughs> <laughs> tortilla chips on my desk with some hummus. Okay. 
And this lady who, she's really cool. She's like 60. She's like goals for how I want to be when I'm in my 60s for just being fiery and about still going out and still knowing that it's not just about sitting around. Because I'm like, she's really like we living the best life. Living her best life. Got it. Attitude, dress nice. You know, I'm not, you know. So she walks up and she looks at what I'm eating and she's like, oh, I get it. You want to look really good, nice and preserved and shaped in your casket. <laughs> oh, you going for the gold oh. standard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you going to be killing them six feet deep. <laughs> I said, wait, hold on, hold on now. This was what we not about to Why do we still got to do this? Well, in 2019. Are we still doing this in 2019? She said, we are going to die, Jay, but you're going you gonna to be the you- sharpest one there. <laughs> Is what she's saying. When when they line us all up. Oh, yeah. You're going to kill the game. Oh, you're going to kill the game. Yeah. She said, but you ain't out doing nobody here on this living earth. On the other side. You got to live a little. That's all I'm saying. But in the casket, yeah. Oh, you're going to murder the game. You're going to win that fashion show. (laughs) Yeah. I was I was like what? No, wait a minute. I was like, and I didn't want to launch into, because I've been really um, intentionally not launching into any type of tirade or any type of speech, you know, when I think a person is not even really trying to get information. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's almost like you have to solicit information yeah, from me. Yeah, I'm not going to waste my breath. Absolutely. Right. So, But I did give a short spiel. I said, no, it's not about when I die. I was like, it's about the trip I took when we climbed mountains. I was like, it's about the fact that my kids and I can go outside and mm-hmm. they got to catch up to me. Mm-hmm. It's about, and I just, la- I just named like five, six things that are currently, not goals, but it's an actuality going on right now. When I'm 41 years old, be 42 this year. Yes. You know what I mean? It's not about black don't crack. Oh, speaking of, (laughs) man, on the same token, a lady, 67, beautiful at my job. I'm talking about when she told me she was 67, I was like, what? Black really don't. I said, I would have never. I was like, what? What? To the point she was like, okay, I get it. What? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you look so good. She said, thank you. Thank you. I said, but how you feel? She said, well, okay. Uh, Next level. Yeah. So it's not about looks. You know, how you feeling? Because this face, this face is not going to leave any type of impression on my children. That's right. They're going to think I'm beautiful regardless. My family, they're going to think I'm beautiful. But what can you do? Can you, I mean, I walked, you know, you and I are at the studio. I didn't even say, look for the closest park. And I'm like blocks away. Like, okay. Yep. Whatever. Whatever. I'm going to walk Pull five, up. six blocks. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it, it, it's a lifestyle. That's right. But yeah, that's my way what, about the clean, pristine body in the kitchen. Yeah. She said, oh, you're going to be fly. Oh, yeah. That's the only reason oh, yeah. one would eat that you way. You can pre-order your dress because I know you ain't going to wait. <laughs> <laughs> can I get that size two for the casket, please? Please huh? and thank you. Oh, huh? uh, uh, yes. Yeah, I ain't been be eating these gluten-free, non-GMO, <laughs> organic, vegan tortilla chips for nothing. You hear me? Sis going to be snatched. All right. <laughs> you better kill them, sis. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to have a conversation then because I'm going to be right behind you. Like, right. Uh, uh, did you see my show? We'll go together. We'll okay. go together. You know, we're we gonna do. be like 140. So easily, yeah, easily. Because I already threat. Like you know, you're not allowed to go before me. I threatened you already, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Got What's that your next way? What? Yeah, I know you. Man, <laughs> I don't want no problem. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm a save man, but what I do have, real quick, just uh, um in the news, like a current event. I was just uh, talking to somebody and they were telling me that Canada just released their new like eating guidelines. So you know how we eat ours. We, we release ours, you, you know, know every couple of years, the food pyramid. 
And Canada recently released their new eating guidelines, Jay, and they are like plant based is the way to go. That's oh, you're mad. you are gonna I be knew. mad. They were already ahead of us. Oh, no doubt. They were already. No ahead. doubt. I knew I would be mad. No doubt. And they're like, it's all in the news and the global news. Like Canada is promoting a plant based diet, like as a country, like as a culture. Like this is the way that you need to be. The direction you need to be moving in. Yep, mad. Yep. I don't. I don't understand why this com I mean company why this country do, don't they don't they don't understand that they can still make money mm-hmm. just influencing people the right way. You can make well, more money because people can live you, But who who is they? Because the meat and dairy industry will lose. But then the meat you know how some okay, for instance, when someone um when someone not necessarily reinvent just like records right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you those record companies did not go out of business they just became cds and tape and all of that different stuff so the ones that decided to evolve yes blockbuster is out of business everybody doesn't evolve (laughs) but the meat industry that wants to evolve they can like they're gonna do them cows Let's think. Yeah, uh, uh, ex- explain to me specifically. The cows can't. The cows gonna have to graze and be cows. And, and However, so then, how they gonna turn a the profit? They're gonna have to the way they got it. The, the way they got the cows in the first place, from the ground up. But they already they're already starting with mo- millions and billions of dollars. Nah. Nah. No. No. Mm-mm. No. Uh, the meat work. industry is not about to flip the whole hookup on his head and slowly be like, though. I'm not saying okay, make every, all the fa- all the farmers or whatever you call them get up tomorrow and announce that you're plant based, but slowly start to. So what they gonna push? So you're saying they're now gonna literally push plants and be growing collards yes. instead of yes. steak? Yes. Nah. Mm-mm. They're gonna fight How can tooth Canada and nail. How can Canada do it then? Well, Canada's coming out as a it's it's not it it's not the the meat or dairy industry that's saying this. It's the country legislation saying from an assessment of these grain you should eat this, you should eat more, you should eat, eat more plant proteins, you should eat more nuts, seeds, vegetables and fruits and blah blah blah. It's not they're not necessarily saying they're very careful with it. Oh, okay. They're very careful with it. But it's many people that are influenced and buy into the propaganda that a, a government, you know, pushes and promotes. There's a ton of people that are going to say, oh, this is recommended. Just like with the food pyramid currently in the U.S., you right? There's a little circle at the top of the plate for where you should have your milk mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So people literally look at this literature and be like, okay, this is the gold standard for how I should live my life according to these people that I consider experts in the government. Right. You know what I mean? So that's just what Canada is doing. They're just like, it. It will behoove you <laughs> to, <laughs> to eat better this way by eating more. Um, whether or not they're completely shunning meat, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. I get it. But they definitely are like plant based. Like okay. that's in the vocabulary. Okay. So I thought that was that's cool. So cool and so interesting because when that happens, it's going to begin to trickle down to things like 
school lunches. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's going to trickle down, hopefully, to hospitals, Mm -hmm. right? The places where the people who need to thrive the most are children who are still growing and the sick who are already broken in some way need to be healed, right? So how if we had a, a governmental standard that said, in the hospitals, there can't be a McDonald's, a fast food, mm-hmm. a Burger King, you know, a Subway, mm-hmm. you know, in the schools. The baby's not going to get, you know, greasy pizza and hot dogs anymore. Mm-hmm. That is huge because those things are funded by federal monies Yeah, a lot of times, you right. know. Um, so I thought that was super dope, right? So um, shout out to all our melanated people over in Canada. Lead a, lead a light on for us. We're coming over. I know I am. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get into it, Jay. I am so geeked to talk about this topic. Um, The reasons why you are overweight or unhealthy. And um, it is a couple of them blew my mind, like Mm -hmm. blew my mind when I was kind of like just thinking about this topic and what was just coming up. Um, and just talking to colleagues this past week, I was like, yo, I didn't even consider that. Mm-hmm. So I got some deep stuff for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you want to go? You want to go for your first one? Um, Sure, since you said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would definitely say um, one of the things that is overlooked a lot is sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, not just because most people think they don't eat a lot of people think they don't eat sugar it's amazing oh yeah. i don't like sugar no yeah. nope i don't have a sweet tooth yeah i'm so lucky yep. and you're consuming so much sugar just by the uh the thing so i read and you know while researching for this particular podcast that sugar accounts for 50 percent of all of carbohydrate intake mm. so basically you're you think you're avoiding sugar but you're drinking soda you're drinking co- Kool-Aid. <laughs> you're drinking Kool-Aid. You're drink and uh, you're eating all different type of things that they have put in. So you're eating low fat things that they put uh, a bunch of sugar in. Yes. And now you're so they said a uh, hundred years ago. I know that seems like a long time, but it's really not. We're eating ninety uh, percent more sugar than they used to eat. So yep. a lot of our diet is consuming sugar 100 percent, and so now most we are right and we're not burning off those calories we're not exercising we're not we're intaking it but we're not you know burning it off so mm-hmm. i think sugar is one of the reasons um alone you know of course oh, stand alone just outside of diet just outside of diet just stand of alone. course of course we know <clears throat> diet but i'm gonna say sugar in within itself is i think Literally one of the biggest problems. And I agree 100%. Um, mostly because, so even if, so you said we're taking it in and we're not really burning it off, we're not exerting that energy. But even if you are, so a person that works out seven days a week, mm-hmm. you know, and like really pushes themselves, hit training, high intensity, mm-hmm. variety, whatever, mm-hmm. they still can't afford to have a donut. Oh, no. And, you know, a, a juice every day. No. Why? Because not. sugar has way more to do with chronic disease development outside of weight. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because I, I really avoid sugar at, uh, you know, I was and I was also thinking today, I was like, wow, I've really mastered, you know, not consuming 
added sugar. No it's, it's just amazing how it can become second nature oh, to yeah. not consume added sugar. Absolutely. It's not, it, it starts off hard, but eventually it's just like, you know what I mean? Yep. You can drive with your eyes closed. Absolutely. Basically. It's a breeze to us now. It's a breeze. It's it a, is breeze. a breeze. Yep. I'll read a label and I'll be like, oh, nope, that got added sugar. Moving on. You know, I'm asking, is there sugar in this? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and the craving isn't there. And if there is a sweet craving, it's easily satisfied with, um, like I, I posted when I made the sorbet the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The frozen bananas and fresh mango. Just blend it together. Nice, creamy, thick texture. Ate it mm-hmm. with a spoon out of a bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, not like a straw, like a smoothie, but really created the scene. And that satisfied my sweet tooth. But it's also because I'm not coming straight off of cupcakes mm-hmm. and Jolly Rancher. Shout out to my client, Amir. Had a Lisa had a Jolly Rancher today. I'm like, okay, you junkie. <laughs> wow, Jolly Rancher. <laughs> well, she was saying it was so much guilt, ready. so I figured I'd double down on it. <laughs> yeah, you, intervention is needed. Why she not here? We need to talk. Right? <laughs> Amir, if you're listening, put the Jolly Rancher down. Please, we but, beg of you. <laughs> she's like, Lisa had a Jolly Rancher. It but, feels like that, though. Because, it totally does. Because let me, let me tell you what I... I'm always, th- I got too much time on my hand, <laughs> clearly. But what I was thinking, which is so <clears throat> interesting and annoying and frustrating, is how people want to eat things in moderation. But nothing is ever cured when you're addicted. And in, in, in abstinence is the only way, like you always say. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's amazing how people think that through an addiction, you can have moderation. There's no addiction on this earth that you can cure with moderation. Period. There's no sex addict. Okay, have sex once a week. Period. There's no uh, cocaine addict. There's no crack addict. There's no alcoholic Alcoholic. that can have one drink. No smoker. We need you to have abstinence from this Period. So a Jolly Rancher is, all jokes aside, it is a big deal. Yeah. Because when I was getting off sugar, I did not... I abstained from that. Mm-hmm. I abstained from that for a long time. So when I when it came back to me, it knocked me on my behind because mm-hmm. I wasn't used to it. But if you're having it twice a week, it your body still recognizes that and it's still sending those triggers on. Yes. So yeah, you know, shout out to Amir. Yes. For recognizing that, yeah, Jolly Rancher is a big deal. It can, Real talk. Yeah. Cause, yeah, because it will trigger uh, a cupcake next time. And it will trigger a yes. cupcake and it will keep your body craving that Absolutely. sugar. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. So sugar is huge. Um, We'll leave it at that for now. I was thinking, like, should we give a quick solution? Because when you talk about, because people always like to ask, what sugar can I have? Is What's a natural sugar? Blah, blah, blah. Um, And just real quick, yes, fruit is fine. We're typically talking about the refined sugar. White sugar is bad. Brown sugar is bad. Coconut sugar is bad. Raw sugar is bad. Sugar in the raw is bad, which is different, apparently, from raw sugar. Um, Turbinado sugar, date sugar, coconut sugar. It it doesn't matter what the original source was. If it's been extracted from its original plant, whatever and isolated and concentrated granulated so you can scoop it out or whatever Mm -hmm. it is a narcotic it is poison and so like jay said like we always say the only way to get over an addiction is abstinence number two as to why you may be overweight or unhealthy okay jay now i'm gonna take it to a psychological level real quick okay okay let go (laughs) my favorite you have a conflict of interest morally or emotionally um within your life maybe a big one for people is usually with their careers okay okay so 
Um, I was sitting down, I had a business meeting the other day, for example. And um, well, the woman I was talking to, she was like, you know, right now I work part-time at Costco mm-hmm. and I do the food samples, mm-hmm. right? And she said, and it drives me crazy because she's whole foods, plant-based, no oil. Right. Like strong, plant, plant strong. And she's like, but I literally serve food samples in Costco. And it's usually, you know, of stuff that I totally disagree with a person eating. Right. So imagine that internal conflict of what you do every day going against your private principles. So how does that affect your weight? Well, because it actually causes distress in your body. It causes okay. distress mentally. And every time we have uh, any an emotion, a mental like negative emotion, it creates a chemical substance that manifests in our body on a cellular level. So... Well, all emotions, whether they're happy or bad, but the, mm-hmm. obviously the bad ones are a problem. And so when you have to deal with a stressor that is present 40 plus hours a week and you're literally serving a community in a way where you feel like you're doing more disservice than good, that wreaks havoc on you, on your emotional state. And your psychosocial state. Yeah, absolutely. Because I couldn't even imagine if I had to serve fried chicken and mac and cheese. Yeah. And that's the job you I, had. But, you was feeding your the family. My second job would be finding another job. Yeah, period. right. No job. I couldn't do it. No doubt. I couldn't do it. Because I remember a while ago you asked me, because for some reason, somebody did a serve. Like, for $10,000, would you serve your community uh, crack? Right. Or would you serve? Uh, <laughs> I remember or, that. You remember that? Or $10,000. I was like, pretend I would not give my community chicken. Like, fried chicken. I would not do it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I promise you I would not do it. Mm-hmm. I would not. I feel so. And, I, and for that to be your job, to give that and, and watch people slowly, yep. you know, yep. deteriorate yep. physically. Yep. At your hand. At, you're contributing to it. No. And the excuse of if I don't, somebody else will. If I don't give it to them, they'll get it from somebody else. What difference does that just make? Just won't no. fly. And so that conflict, if you've ever been conflicted internally from something that's going on in your world, you're you're incongruent with your everyday world. Mm-hmm. And that, that takes attention away from everything else right. that you could be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, pouring into your health, spending time with your family, whatever truly needs attention is robbed when you're not congruent in your life. I was speaking with a client the other day. She's a lobbyist for mm-hmm. cannabis, right? And which she loves and she's all for it. But she said people will call her and I'm like, can you come speak to um, the Nurses Association or whatever about the benefits of cannabis? And she's like, I don't do that. I'm not a healthcare professional. I'm not a doctor or whatever. Because she's a lobbyist for cannabis, though, of course people think, well, you also can speak, you know, highly on the benefits mm-hmm. of cannabis. Like, no. And she's like, Nah, right? And she said, I was just thinking about that. You know, I guess in one of my modules, she's in my course, Farm to Table, and she said something she listened to in the module triggered that thought. And I, and that's where we kind of got on the conversation about being incongruent in your mm-hmm. position. Because I'm like, I feel the same way sometimes depending on, you know, what organization or entity might want to hire me to speak about something. Like, can you speak specifically to, like, geriatric health or senior health? I'm like, that's not really my wheelhouse. Yeah. I can't, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, it can go much deeper, but I I know that that can be quite conflicting um, and wreak havoc in your life if you're not in line. So just about being in alignment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Great. Okay. 
All right. Um, one of mine is not being discretionary, like not having discretion for the things that you put in your body. And usually the things that, you know, the excuse we use is you only live once or in moderation. And the, and the thing about that, and it, it may sound like... <laughs> It may sound like um, what I just said, like you, you know, need to show some type of discernment pretty much. But what the difference between what I'm saying now and what I just previously said is that people don't realize what they're doing. It's pretty much it's it's like they've adopted a title mm. to what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Like I got to have you know, my mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, if you have to have your mac and cheese, right, mm -hmm. why can't it be at a high level? Mm -hmm. why, why, do you, why are you going to a place that's putting lard? Why are you going to a You know how, like, you and I will have a, uh, let's say, carrot cake. Mm -hmm. we, we still have carrot cake, mm -hmm. but we'll go to a bakery that doesn't have dairy, mm -hmm. that doesn't mm -hmm. have um, all these different things. So it's like use discernment, still use discretion with your moderation. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's just, it's just exactly what I say in the lectures. Make better bad choices. Make better, yeah, yeah. exactly. Make mm -hmm. better bad choices. I can I wouldn't have never said it that way because, yeah. you know, it sounds like what? But that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, you can, we, even if I use, even when I take my kids to the movie theaters, mm -hmm. I still get them candy, but we have to get organic candy where it's colored with, like, the, the red is from beets. You don't taste beets, but the red is from beets, yeah. and the orange is from carrots. Not red it's number not seven. Yeah, dye in there exactly, and it's not, um, you know, it's not high fructose corn syrup, right? And it's not so. There's a way to eat <laughs> bad. Good. Yeah. Oh, you know? absolutely. Yeah. So you got to use a little absolutely. discretion, even when you aren't eating um, healthy things. And that was the hardest thing when I was training and coaching, is that. They maybe I'll post something. You and I are at the Veg Fest and we're eating like a hot dog, uh, and it's hard to say. Well, you know, we planned for this bad day, and also it doesn't have any dyes, fruit. You know, it's like, yeah. But you were eating a a hot dog. Yeah, but people are intellectual enough to get it um, because it sounds simple. Plan to eat bad and make better bad choices. That's the end of it. Like, I. I but it's not though because well, at Planet Fitness, people are grabbing handfuls of um, Tootsie Rolls thinking that it's the same. Like, you know, I knew when I came I was going to eat a couple of these. No. Right, but they don't. They haven't subscribed to that logic of making better bad choices. Now, what you're saying is they plan to eat bad, but they then didn't take it to the next level and make better bad choices. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did one out of two. It's just like um, our pizza last week, right? Mm -hmm. Pizza populous ain't healthy and no way healthy shape or form mm -hmm. there's no way we thought but you know we get our deep dish deep dish cheeseless mm -hmm. right and so that's our version people be like what you know yeah. how's a cheeseless piece of not you know what i mean still bad you know like no that's still junk food to us that's yeah very much so yeah yeah and so when you teach that concept of making better bad choices um and planning to eat bad then that's how you can slowly help people uh transition to like you said having discretion to what you put in your body mm -hmm. and they also people also have to understand that you then have to be truly making a transition mm -hmm. like right like la when I finished up my last farm to table course a woman said on the last day like okay so agave oh so I can just switch over to agave no nope. I said oh no you're not switching 
it's a bridge. Mm-hmm. You you have to keep going away from the sweeteners. You're mm-hmm. just maybe go from the domino sugar to agave. Uh, the, yeah, and but then the you goal tri- after that is what absolutely right. You keep on trickling down to more doing better and better and better. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love it. I love it. I love it. Another reason why you might be overweight or unhealthy is um, you're just like your diseases. Your doctors are chronic. If you have a doctor that's treating type two diabetes, treating your type two diabetes for the past five, 10, 20 years, that's a problem. Mm. Your doctor should not be chronic like your diseases. Right. If your doctor hasn't done you the favor of reversing the chronic disease. <laughs> preach, preach. <laughs> she over here going to church, y'all. Go on ahead and let Man, it out. because you, that was one of my way. What's the, and I didn't even get a chance to hit it, but I'm about to hit it after you Okay, finish. Okay, cool. Let me, let me let you have that. <laughs> so um, why are we still being treated for something that's reversible year after year after year we both play a part no doubt you have to do the movement you got to drink the water you got to get rid of the fast greasy food but at on that same token that doctor is in your life specifically to coach you through that process Mm -hmm. and if all your doctor is doing is constantly adjusting your dosage Mm -hmm. of a man-made prescription drug Mm -hmm. that's part of the reason you still sick Thank you for tuning in to the Black <laughs> Listen. No, no, no. Bone so I just overheard a conversation. It wasn't, di- it wasn't directed to me. I was not part of it. But here we go. I had the benefit or the nightmare of. <laughs> depending on how you look at depending it. Depending on how you look at it. So a girl was telling someone else um, about her uh, tendonitis in her feet or whatever, in her feet. Apparently, she has it really, really bad in her feet. Okay, and she was like, because you know, it started with my blood pressure medication. I was on my blood pressure medication for ten to fifteen years, and it turns out that it was extremely toxic because the levels that they were giving me were way too high. Mm. So I was taking this medication for about. 15 years. What? 15 years. And because it was so high, I, I couldn't hear the details of what the high dosage of high, um, okay. high blood medication did to her. Yeah. But it ended up giving her tendonitis mm. in her feet. Mm. So then she said, so I got off that medication. I'm all like, look at God. She like, and I got on. I was like, oh God, oh God, no, it's not over. So she's like, and so I'm, so I'm on this, t- I'm, I'm on this dosage right now. She's on a different dosage or a whole different type of blood pressure medication. She's on a different medication and a different dosage. That was the answer. That's the answer. Is uh, we'll go ahead and because there's there's many different type of drugs we can try. So we'll I just couldn't. Yeah, I could believe it. Yeah, but I, at the same time, I was like. Chronic. Your doctors They're, are chronic. Your doctors are very, at no point, and I'm not saying they didn't because you may very well not have listened. Yeah. But at no point did they try to get you off this medication. Mm-hmm. Did, they, did they try to school you on reversal or at least managing it? Mm-hmm. And I got a question for you. So I was researching, of course, after this conversation that was thrust upon my <laughs> delicate ears. I was researching... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, reversal of high blood pressure, high blood pressure. And, uh, you know, I've always believed wholeheartedly that a plant-based diet can reverse uh, high blood pressure. Uh But then they said it was no cure. 
And I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That there's no cure for high blood pressure? Yeah. But there is in some instances. So the first thing to consider is why your blood pressure is high. Because there are other conditions like dialysis that could cause high blood pressure. Okay. So let's be clear about that. Like, what's the, why? Is it is it stress? Mm-hmm. Um, is it another disease? Mm-hmm. Is it a medication? And that's a side effect? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, blood pressure is reversible. We We've seen it plenty of times. It's definitely reversible, just like high cholesterol is reversible, right. just like, you know, type 2 diabetes is reversible. But I'm going to also give you another theory in a moment. I'm going to save it for last because it's the you best You better one. remember. No, okay. no, it's because it's one of my reasons. It's on my list as why somebody okay. might be. Who's, who's re- am I up next for the reason? Yes. Or, okay. Um, so, Lyft, Uber, Elevator, Alexa, DoorDash. And <laughs> I had doctors, but you just you just yeah. ran that for yeah. me. So Grubhub, Grubhub, uh, what else? Just all of these things. These scooters, scooters. <laughs> I mean, you name it. So before, if you were at a bus, if you rode the bus, you had to walk to the bus stop. Yeah, right. Yeah. But oh, it's just twelve blocks up. I'm not going to take the bus now. I can just I can afford five six dollars on Lyft, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to walk to the bus stop to take this this ride. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm not going to even walk to my car to mm-hmm. go through a drive through. Mm-hmm. It gets lazier and la- we thought the drive through was bad. Mm-hmm. We thought not walking twelve blocks and hopping on the bus in four blocks to get eight blocks was, was bad. bad. Mm-hmm. Right? We thought taking you know. The um the Alexa, we we thought like, you know, all these different things, yeah. having a remote was bad. I'm not even picking that up. I'm gonna just say Alexa, play my favorite. I'm tune. not even lifting a finger I'm not even to change doing the channel any of these on things the idiot anymore. tube. <laughs> you so rude. Shipped. I'm not going grocery shopping no more. I don't even, I'm not even getting a workout walking around the grocery store. All I have grocery delivery, I have food delivery. Um Yep. I don't even have to leave my house to go work out, right? I can do something in my living room. I can turn on YouTube, right? Um, so, so that way nobody has to see me take a 15-minute break in between these sets of squats, right? My my intensity can be lower because there's nobody watching. Everything is right? catered. There's so many. There's so many things. So that all goes to environment. 100%. You know? So, yeah, those things. And that contribute. was one of one on my list, addicted to instant gratification. Instant gratification. It's not even, and I'm and, and I'm not sure if we can call it instant gratification. Yeah, it's slightly different, it's but I'm like, a piggyback. Okay, yeah, it's almost addicted to convenience. Addicted Jay, to we, convenience. Look at us, shortcut junkie. Shortcut. <laughs> I actually wrote that shortcut down. Shortcut. <laughs> Why can't you continue to go to that bus stop like no, you've been doing what? instead of spending $7 on Uber? Jay. Why can't you continue to at least get in your car to drive to the drive-thru? Now you got to call Uber Eats, DoorDash. Why can't you? It's, it's lazy enough. You Now you can't even walk across the room to get the remote. Now you got to say shortcuts. Shortcuts on a shortcut. Dang. All right. Well, let's, let's just list them just from a health standpoint. Waist trainers, flat tummy tea, detox tea, gastric bypass, the sleeve, liposuction, um, appetite suppressants, uh, protein powders. Like, I ain't even got to chew no more. Like, all I can just put powder in a drink. I ain't got to heat nothing up. I ain't got to season nothing. nothing. I don't and have it's to- commercials dedicated to that. And you know what? 
Well, that's a whole nother subject about how they they tried to um, gear advertisement towards kids. Yeah, that's a, that. that's another that's a whole nother that's topic. A, that's on my list as well. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's yeah. so much, so many things to say. Oh no, you can be lazier. Absolutely, like, you can be lazier, and Absolutely. that can definitely contribute. And what's so crazy is that laziness is a privilege because you got to be able to afford to be lazy. Why? Okay, I don't follow. Nothing you listed or I listed was free. Nothing I Uber, listed Lyft, was... shipped, none of that stuff. It's not free. So laziness is a privilege. You have to be able to afford those things. You definitely have to be able to afford those things. But I also think that they're swapping it out. For what? For instance, some people come to work mm-hmm. and they've t- they, they took a lift. Right. But they can't afford their lunch. I, I, I mean, I took a lift here. Nope. And I only got two dollars for something to eat. So is I mean, mm, I don't know about that. I think people are still just as unhealthy and finding a way to pay for convenience too. Yeah, there's where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> All right, what's yours? <laughs> Absolutely. So that was one of mine. Definitely addicted to instant gratification. Next one, um, you're targeted, right? So in media. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that the advertisement of fast food, junk food is, you know, 13% times higher in the black community. But then even on in media, like um, reality shows or on TV, like more than likely if a black person is cast for a show, they're going to be overweight. Yeah. Right. Um, when you look at reality shows like those Real Housewives of Atlanta and all the, that stuff, uh, hip hop stuff. The women are going to have enhancements. Mm-hmm. The women are going to been have paid for procedures. And they talk about it on the show. They go do those things on the show, like with the cameras rolling. And so we get like a bird's eye view on how instant, you know, your waist can be smaller. Your breast can be perky. You know, your butt can be big, right? Your, you know, your hair can, you know, your lace front can be perfect. And so all of these enhancements and procedures... And that seeps into your subconscious of Mm -hmm. that's what's pretty. That's what men like. That's what the opposite sex likes, whatever, who you're trying to attract. And I don't have to work for it. Seeps in even deeper. Mm -hmm. Right. And again, it costs money. Like, but we will spend our last dime on a bundle, on some lashes, on a nail job, right? Before we invest in a nutrition class, a coach, a trainer, mm-hmm. you know, a, a bundle of kale. That's what the bundles y'all need to be buying. <laughs> I cannot stand the way she's looking at me. <laughs> Because I'm about to go in on you. You know, you know how preachers be doing that. That, yeah. that. that was such some corny preacher move, wasn't it? That's the bundles y'all need, not them bundles of the bundles of 24 inches. In the rock. You know, when I think I done said something, I look right at you. You know, I don't miss a beat. So, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Right? But so we're literally targeted to believe this is what we should be shopping for. This is what we should look like. Lisa, how can I keep my butt in and my hips and just lose my gut? Like we ask for the things that we see because you're mm-hmm. targeted to believe that's what's attractive and that's what should be priority. Right. Yep. So take away from that is you focus on the wrong bundles. All right. <laughs> <laughs> my next one the is bundles of collards up out of here. Your goals are too. Your goals are too specific. 
And this is the one time where mm. it's like, what? Goals should be specific. You should know exactly what you want. Blah, blah, blah. But when it comes to losing weight and mm. working out, I think your goals are too specific. You haven't created the habit first. Yeah. Now, create the habit. And then it's like, oh, my God, my clothes are fitting a little looser. Now you can be like, okay. I want a smaller waist. But when you go into it saying, I want a smaller waist, it throws you off because you're working out, you're working out. And because you're getting all these results, but you don't see that smaller waist yeah. yet, it's like you're not doing anything. Make your goals broad. Okay, my goals, my goal is to get to the gym three times a week mm-hmm. and drink uh, this amount of water and something a little bit more broad. People are really, really specific when they start working oh. out. Well, really? because usually because they start working out. Why, Jay? Why do people usually start working out? Oh, or I give it to them. I want to lose weight. Let's keep it there. Yeah. I want I want my waist to be a 27 mm. and I want I want my butt to be that to me that's too specific. No doubt. I want the goal to be I want to lose weight. Yeah. And let's just keep it there. And then when you I start agree. to lose weight, then let's tighten that up. Yeah. You know how we see we what first direction started, we trending in. Yeah. Little, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let's see what direction we trending in. Maybe your calves start popping exactly. first. And so we just want nice calves. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? But when you start off with all these specific, it just it does it never goes right. That's right. Because that's was your goal. Your right. goal was this twenty, you know, seven inch waist, and when that doesn't happen, you didn't hit your mark, and so now it's time for me to start shopping alternatives. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I agree a hundred percent in that um, your goals can be too specific, and then to piggyback off of that, one, I think I got one similar to that too. Um, you're trying to DIY everything. So another reason you might be overweight or unhealthy is. Because you're trying to DIY everything. Can y'all please start putting your money where your struggle is? I cannot say this enough. You coming through, on, man. Okay, you buying the wrong book. I got to... <laughs> put your money where your struggle is, baby. Please. I'm sick of it, Jay. Okay. I'm going to have a little book of saying. Y'all can pick my book. I'm going to write a little mini book of saying, so health saying, so you will know. Please switch your bundles. Do me a favor. Nobody <laughs> comment on the podcast about which not, none of her sayings. Don't email. Don't give me don't no give her any evidence. I gotta find a publisher before the next episode. I gotta ship out. They wanted my love, my little pocketbook of, of sayings. No, don't mm-hmm. do it. Somebody y'all. get it to me. Act Feed like, it to me. Act like it never email happened. Admin <laughs> at blackhealthacademy.com. Show me the love. Listen, Jay. They trying to DIY everything, right? I'm just going to cabbage soup this this mug. I'm going to get a detox. I'm going to get a plant-based vegan protein. I'm, I'm going to go vegan, right, and, and think I know how to do it. So right. I'm going to buy the Morningstar sausages, right, and I'm going to buy the gluten-free bread because I think that means healthy. And so you're trying to DIY everything because you're trying to make a major change with the minimal knowledge you've yep. always had. Mm-hmm. So when's the last time you stepped into a nutrition class? When's the last time you went and got trained a few sessions by a certified personal trainer? You know, when's the Mm -hmm. last time you went and got financial literacy, whatever your goal is, Mm -hmm. did you invest in education so you can take it to the next level? Mm -hmm. Stop trying to DIY everything. Okay. Okay. All right. You got another one? Yep. I got another one. That same circle you've been riding with forever, they will not, they, they're not going to get you to the, to where you want to be. Y'all been doing the reason you are where you are now is because you haven't had any influence in your top five 
or whatever circle you're running with to 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 show you a better way. No doubt. So when you're running with the same people and there's no one in your circle that has anything as far as losing weight or being healthy that you can say, okay, I'm going to try to do that and to get me to the, okay, she lost 15 pounds. Okay, I'm going to, everybody is eating the same unhealthy food. Everybody's going to the same unhealthy places. Everyone's drinking the same unhealthy drinks. And then what makes you think that you're going to be the one to say, out of these six people that I run with, I'm going to be the one. You may need to, and, I, and it seems weird as mm-hmm. an adult to say, I, you need a mentor, or you need to get a new friend, or you need to. But that that's kind of piggybacking off of what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Maybe you can run with the same circles. I'm not sure. Yeah. But you definitely need to invest into someone who can show you a different way. No doubt. Yeah. I agree. That circle makes a heck of a difference. And I got one to pick you off of, back off of that, which is, not only do you not have a support system, you have an anti-support system. Mm, yep. Right? So that means they're not neutral, right? Because somebody can support you just by not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what you do. Mm-hmm. They have at it, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of spouses are like that. Like, okay, you're going to whatever, right? Yeah, or you're on your new thing you start You're starting yeah. your business. Okay, I don't care one way or another. But then you can also have an anti-support system um, where people are actually discouraging you from being active or healthy. And that could be a reason why you're overweight and unhealthy. Um, A woman came to the nutrition class Tuesday night, and she's like, her boyfriend asked her, like, why are you going to the gym tonight? Ain't you going in the morning? Mm -hmm. And she was like, yeah. He's like, well, you was just there. You about to be there. Why are you, like, you don't need to keep going to the gym, Mm -hmm. you know? And so that's what I consider anti-support, like like blatantly discouraging Mm -hmm. you. You know, from cooking that way, from shopping that way, from doing those activities, from investing in a coach, right? And so that can be really discouraging because we listen to those people because yep. they're typically somebody who's close to us, Absolutely, right? Yep. We can usually get on a co over the coworkers who is just like, girl, please, you're doing too much, seem too much, right? Mm-hmm. But when it's a spouse or somebody you love or a close friend, mm-hmm. um, somebody who you really respect their opinion mm-hmm. or what they think or whatever, um, that can really deter you from either getting on track in the first place or staying on track. Yeah. So an anti-support system. Yep. Okay. So let's see. I think I have one more. Okay. Um. Well, we didn't. It's really obvious. Um, it's really obvious, but I, I feel like I, I need to say it anyway. Mm-hmm. Being sedentary. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to say that not moving enough. Passive, and and we overlook this passive exercise. Yeah, is important. Yes, taking the elevator instead of the steps. You know, parking a far distance in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know going to the mall versus the the stores that Mm -hmm. you can just pull up and just go and and do your one-stop shop, but you have to walk through the mall. Passive exercise burns calories, especially especially if you're a person who doesn't exercise much, so your body is not used to that physical activity. Yes. But I'm going to – I don't want to put all the blame on the person. There's also other reasons. Um, Pollution. Pollution actually affects your hormones. Mm Mm-hmm. And can cause um, or contribute to obesity. Well, yeah, um, but we're not just talking about obesity, overweight or unhealthy. So pollution really, yeah, yeah, can make you unhealthy. Definitely, um, genetics. Yeah, there's um, genetics involved. Yep. Um, there's and and 
my God. Have you heard of epigenetics? Yeah, epigenetic modification. Yeah. Yeah, like mm-hmm. your DNA is 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 con- altered by alter- yeah. behavior. Yep. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. So explain that to them. Yeah. I think you do it better than me. Yeah. Yeah. So epigenetic modification means. Nothing in your actual DNA strand changes, Mm -hmm. but it's literally the way you eat, the way you move, the toxins that you're exposed to that can literally change and alter your DNA and your genealogy for future generations of your lineage. Yeah. So basically people can be subjected to that. Like my kids can be subjected to that, Absolutely. Yeah. So even though I'm not overweight, the way that I ate with them and the food that I'm giving them right now. Yeah, obesity might you might not have a gene that predisposes you for obesity. Right, exactly. But then baby's gonna be big. Yeah, so I want to hit you with two weight what's at the you know Let's to get close it. it out, man. Um, just on the the circle piece. Why is someone at work? She's about a size 10, 12. She's taking weight gainer to be thick. Earth. Er. Wow. Yeah. Taking weight gainer. Take weight. The one, the, the lady that she talks to all the time, she's about 25. The lady that's kind of like her mom mm. at work, she's like real big butt, real thick thighs. She's probably like a size 16, 18 or something like that. And they, she's like goals to them. And they always talking to her like, I want to be like you basically. And she's taking weight gainer. We don't got to discuss that. Wow. Yep. The other thing... <laughs> Did you know airlines spend millions of dollars? Maybe not anymore. The last thing they did was a few years ago. Mm-hmm. They spent millions of dollars for obesity because they had to buy more uh, gas for the airplane. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I I never even considered that. Yeah, people are getting heavier anyways to plane down, and we need yeah, more gas. It costs more fuel. Oh, yep. my God. So you remember when they started doing the two-seat thing? That's why. Like, you know, you're going to have to You have to, to pay for this fuel. Right. Absolutely. I was like, what? I never knew that they had to buy Absolutely. more gas. Um, and then 2.8 million people die from being um, overweight and obese per year. That's it. That's mm. it. Seemed like a low number. Um, my <laughs> <You're> final one. <laughs> <laughs> recent statistics I'm just trying to see something um <laughs> so I have one more that was huge the final reason I want to list as to why one might be overweight or obese um, is you're emotionally exhausted check this out Jay I have a colleague um actually you know every month we do the Black Health Academy first Saturday nutrition class here in Detroit and the space that we do it in downtown at the elevator building. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman who um, whose space that is, shout out to Toya, phenomenal, phenomenal being. She does healing. She's certified Reiki, so she does energy work, but she also reads faces. Okay, so let me explain this to you. Blew my mind, right? So Toya can read your face, so you have to look at her. You can't mm-hmm. smile. Look straight ahead, look her in her eye. Um, then she wants to see your profile left, profile right. And she can look at your face and tell you what may be going on with you internally by your face. So she read my face today. And she and you know I have this spot in my eye. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen it? I'm sure you have. Yeah. Yeah. So she said, that is bronchio is linked to your lungs, which is linked to grief of a man. Right? But that's been there, right? Yeah, my daddy left when I was in elementary school. Oh, yeah. So then she was like, 
Yeah, and the lines around your mouth. Yeah, yeah, more lungs. And then um, I was telling her about how bad uh, my sunburn was in the last two weeks. Like, I was like, I've never got burned this bad. Like, my face has been peeling. It's crazy. And um, she was like, yeah, your skin is also linked to your lungs. And that's probably why you got burned so bad. And I was like, no, I get burned every year. This was just more severe than usual. But I, I definitely get sunburn on a regular basis. She's like, yeah, but your frequency is literally low in your skin because of the grief. Like, so the frequency of that area of your body. So so you can say, oh, no, the reason I have this um, scar on my leg is because I literally just fell off my bike when I was younger and it let, never healed, right? Mm -hmm. And she'll be like, yeah, but the reason it didn't heal properly mm -hmm. is because this it, this part of your body is linked to this particular organ in your body and this particular organ in your body is linked to this particular emotion got it yeah jay jay so part of the reason so remember when i got um uh life insurance two years ago when i had to yeah. get that physical mm -hmm. and all my numbers came back good except for a number my ggt which is linked to the liver yeah and i went and got a hepatitis test and everything and that was all negative but the nurse practitioner confirmed, yes, your GGT levels are high. And that's when I gave up alcohol for 30 days, went back, got tested again, and then it was still high or whatever, right? And that's where how Dry July was started. But Toya told me today, she's like, so that everything has a polar opposite, right, in our bodies. And she's like, so the opposite of your um, lungs or whatever, she's like, is your liver. And liver is linked to anger. Mm. I said, what? So I'm like, because there was a time, I don't know if you remember, where I used to just say about my biological father, I hope he get hit by a bus. <laughs> just like, uh, yeah. That anger, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Was That's why. That's I'm like, what? She's like, oh, yeah. She's, you have to do the work to get over the anger and the grief of your father leaving. But Ain't no plant going to fix that. But you are, though. I'm not completely over that. What makes you think I was over it? I just got a therapist in October. I know. I almost forgot I was on a podcast. I'm like, but, yeah, I know. I just I just think you're, do, I think you're doing the work. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, not, it's not done. Right. Right. And I don't know if it will ever be done. You right. Know but I, mean? I think there's a place you can get to where the systems in your body can re. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So... I have a client because I Tatoya will now be one of the modalities that I offer at Professionally Fit, and I was telling her about a recent client who Tatoya, got Toya, oh, huh Toya. I was recently telling her about um, a client that has lung cancer, mm -hmm. and she was like, "Oh, I can guarantee she's grieving about something heavy in her life because she has lung cancer." Yes, because the lungs are linked to grief, and I was like, "Wow, yes." Because it because the frequency is low in that area she of her body. Don't smoke or anything. Nope, and she's only like thirty something, like thirty two. Don't smoke. One of the most chippest, happiest people I've ever seen. Married, two kids. I mean, beautiful Ooh. spirit. And um, uh, because because let's say those free radicals were forming in her body or whatever mm -hmm. for whatever reason, the reason they were able to settle in her lungs. 
Mm-hmm. It's because of that. You were grief. saying something about that too. Remember, I, it was a lady you said that you didn't personally know, but you heard about. You may have met her once or twice, but she died of breast ca- breast cancer, and she was really into health and stuff. And breast cancer is um, like one of those spots where cancer settles in per- people who give too much mm. and, and and gives too much of themselves, mm. and you know, because she was really into like helping everybody and you know, really selfless. So, yeah, I definitely, um, you know, and, and on the flip side of your grief about your father, I, I, so, I'm, you know, I said I'm 41. I, had, I didn't get my mammogram uh, mm-hmm. last year when I was 40, like I was supposed to. I went this year, though. I mm-hmm. went l- this past Thursday. Mm-hmm. Lisa, when I tell you, this lady, she was about, she was a black lady. She was short, just beautiful. Looks beautiful. I'm talking about, you see, think 60 or something, but she was one of those beautiful, like, skin, hair, nice, everything. When I tell you her kindness, mm. her, when, I'm talking about when she was done with my mammogram, mm. I literally sat in the room where I, and cried. Mm. I was, I was so on you, and I was like, I'm literally grieving a, a, a female presence, mm. an older female presence that's like, cares mm. and I don't know what that grief is but she was you know baby and you know here you go sweetheart and you know gave me a hug and you mm. know you you it, you know you're gonna be fine and it, it, the kindness was it overwhelmed me mm. from that that source mm-hmm. and I don't know what that is it's like a form of grief because I don't I don't think I've ever told you that like I've lit I literally crave to have that um Older woman, mm-hmm. you know, I want to sit around and take care of you. Thing. I want to go get your groceries. Mm-hmm. I want to brush your hair. I want to know you sit in the car. I'm about to pull a car around. I feel like I've been robbed of that mm-hmm. with my grandmother being so fiery to 85. She never needed that. Mm-hmm. Even when we went to visit her, my mother, you know, passed young. Mm-hmm. So it's like in my heart, I, I still crave that, like, older thing. But when she did that I was like wow the kindness literally over the kindness literally overwhelmed me and I literally had to get collect myself like she was almost too nice to me so I know that's like an opposite form of grief like you're angry but it's like I'm something no 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 know. my grief and my anger they're two separate things I'm grieving and angry oh but okay. that's that's interesting that you say that because one of the ones that I put on my list that I wasn't gonna mention because we didn't have time is you're overweight and unhealthy because you haven't had a trigger Right. What do you mean? Most people, what pushes them into action that sticks is a major trigger. Right. You know what I'm saying? And she triggered you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When she was that kind to you. Um, some people, it's a, you know, something as simple as a heart attack or whatever. That's their trigger. Right. And so if you haven't been triggered, then there's no shock value mm-hmm. to make you feel like I need to take a hold of this. Right. So what I'm saying is... She triggered you. You you already had that craving, right? right? To care for somebody, an older female presence in your life. Then she gave you just that brief taste of it, mm-hmm. of just that kindness and lovingness or whatever, and that triggered the grief in you, mm-hmm. right? So then that grief is going to manifest in a certain way. You're self aware enough to acknowledge it, and you are able to kind of deal with it. But that grief, that same scenario for somebody else who doesn't have the emotional intelligence that you have and they get triggered, they could have easily ran and ate their feelings, drank their feelings, mm-hmm. sexed their yep. feelings. You see what I'm saying? And that's what now we're back to the unhealthy and overweight. So 
emotional exhaustion. Okay. I'm going to close it off before we do the um <laughs> thing like this. I listened to our last podcast. Bro, listen, <laughs> we deep out here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if y'all feeling us the way I'm feeling us. But I think we just nailed it this podcast again. Because <laughs> <laughs> come through with come, the proverbial pat on the back. Come through. You know what I mean? Because literally, I was literally listening to our podcast and I was like, wow, I was... Our podcast you were motivated to me. Come through. The things that I was saying and you were saying to each other. Oh. The things that we were saying to each other. Because I, I had love forgot. It. Yeah. You know, because we, we pre We just be acting a fool. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, wow. Th- true. True. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed <laughs> Definitely it. Definitely going to do that. <laughs> so, yeah, you guys. I hope you really are taking this. This is not something that we are just doing because we want to be popular or we want, you know, we're trying to get some type of financial satisfaction. Like this is this is really things that we have went through and we're applying right now and we're learning right now and that we're sharing with you. Yes. So if you're listening to the podcast, please know that if you take into consideration and and lit, and allow the things that we're saying to resonate, it yes. can really elevate your life. Yes. Yes. And don't sleep on that face reading because I got some theories for you when we get off the mic too. Like. It, I'm just like this is so good. Like, oh yeah, and I, I, I oh oh uh, and so she read my face and just said stuff that made too much sense to me. And I got an appointment with her on. You know how I do. I know you. You know how I do, yeah. Jay. So I already got an appointment with her on <laughs> Thursday at seven thirty, right? And um, she's like, "Yeah, I need to get you on my table for real, for real." Because we were just sitting at a restaurant and she read my mm. face like, "Oh no, that's Wait, great." Didn't I meet that toy. Okay, Toya. I know you called her about renting a space. Okay, I know who she is. I've seen her. She was at the... Okay, I see. I know exactly. She has dreadlocks? No. Short? No, that <laughs> no, that's Lisa. That's oh, Lisa. Lisa. Okay. Yeah, that's Lisa. All right. Um, okay, then I may I may not know who she is. But she I'm was at Kobo. Find out. I'm she was find at Kobo, out. but she wears her hair kind of bald, like okay, super super low cut. I'm gonna find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta um, you gotta get with her because she is good. Because it there's things even though like I'm the plant based queen out here. Can I say that? Yeah. Can I go ahead and just okay? Yeah. I can yeah. claim that. For sure, you better. Okay. But there's things, we have to be realistic, that plants and nutrition won't solve. Mm-hmm. Right? And so if you, if somebody's able to help you identify, no, the reason you, oh, the high blood pressure thing that you mentioned earlier, that's what I wanted to, this is what I wanted to talk about when you said that, when the article said it's incurable. Um, I have a client, same situation. She lost one husband violently. She lost her second husband three years later to cancer. Deep, deep depression both times you know what i mean and stress can you imagine that losing two husbands you right. know and she's young and no matter what we do she's been with me for months she done lost weight we done got her pants size down work out with me multiple times a week she's plant-based now blood pressure stay high no matter what and to the point i'm like dang is this incurable no more than likely she's still dealing with that emotional exhaustion from losing two husbands and what that looks like, like having to put her life together Mm -hmm. back together two different times. Mm. You know what I mean? And so I'm going to send her to Toya and see what Toya sees in her body. Cause Toya looks at the bottom of your feet and she looks, reads your face and she does energy work and she can tell you what organs are acting up and Mm -hmm. what's the emotion tied to them that you need to resolve. So I'm almost sure that's what's going on with that client of mine. Okay. So I'm not even ready to say, because she's like, well, it does run in my family. I'm like, nah, nah, nah nope. that ain't it, sis. Right. So deep stuff, y'all. So I hope that was helpful. Um, those are the reasons 
why you may be overweight or unhealthy just and that's just dipping a toe in the water i'm sure we could have went on and on with many many yeah, more for sure. um but hopefully that gets you to thinking about some things mm-hmm. you know um and next time maybe we can come back and you know spend a little more time on resolution how to start reversing some of these things how to start thinking about your health on a dip different level on a deeper level um, because you cannot rely on the outside source no matter how many letters they have behind their name to heal you right you have to be in the driver's seat of your health but it starts with knowing mm-hmm. more and being enlightened yep are we going to do the pledge can't pull it up okay and that's good, that's good <laughs> because i I'm, I'm ready for a new pledge I'm okay. Ready for a new Let's get it. Because okay. it's 2019, and it we've is. been doing this pledge for years. And I'm not saying that what we're saying it will it will always be applicable. You should always apply what we've been saying. Yes. But I think it's time for a new pledge. So let's just close it out with, you know, apply the things that we've said uh, on this podcast. Acknowledge the things that we've said. You know, address some of the things that we've said. Mm-hmm. If you have some of the people in your life that we've uh, pointed out, you know, not necessarily, you can't get rid of them because we are like distance yourself, sis, right. or a bro. We are right. they sister. But, right. you know, at least know the position that they're playing and how they are either adding or taking away from your health, emotional, physical, financial. That's, 100%. That's a, that's a role in health, too. And then, you know, next time we come back, we'll have a new or an altered pledge. Absolutely. How about, how about that? Absolutely. So make sure you join the Black Health Academy at www.theblackhealthacademy.com. Get in on the conversation. Grab your free master classes, your free workouts. Get in up in that thing and uh, make it work for you. So share this podcast with somebody who needs to hear it. And we'll see you back here next time on the Black Health Academy podcast. Take care. Be well.